like to welcome you to a podcast called A Bible Study with Dr. Gross, where indeed the Bible is a light to our feet, gives us hope, encouragement, and instructions for daily living. Thank you for joining me today on the Bible study. On today's topic, we're going to talk about rapid acceleration through the blessing of the Lord. Our text for today is Psalms 84, verse 10. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. A gatekeeper, that has to be a low job. Sometimes we think that our jobs are low. Might be a janitor to school cleaning the toilets, cleaning up the graffiti that kids make. Sometimes you're at the church, you're cleaning the toilets, and so nobody's paying attention to me. The prayer warriors in the closets at nighttime praying for their kids, praying for the souls of their loved ones, praying for healing, they feel often neglected. But David is saying, better to be a gatekeeper in the house of the Lord than a thousand elsewhere. We're going to talk today about a story of a man who was doing his own thing and God accelerated his presence. And with that blessing, this man grew into authority at the presence of the ark at the temple of Jerusalem. Let's open by look at 1 Chronicles 14. Here's the scene. The Ark of the Covenant has been captured by Philistines. No longer in the temple. No longer held in Jerusalem. It has been captured. Is now in the enemy camp. They place it into the treasure house in the gods named Dagon. And every morning, the temple was people came and they saw that the idol fell down face forward before the presence of the ark. Just because you don't see God working, God's presence, his ability, his authority, his power is all the time working. There is nothing that will stop God's goodness for you. Then, God sent plagues to the Philistines, rats, mices, and they said the power of this God is too strong for us, and they gave it back to the Israelites. And this is where our story begins. We see that King Saul, he gave the Ark of the Covenant for his son to take over, and it sat at his son's house for 20 years. There was no mention of any blessings, no mention of any curses. It just sat there. King Saul now died in battle. His son, King Ebedid, also died in battle. So now the ark has no place to live. King David now, seven years later, 
after being a king, said to his advisors, I think it's time to bring the ark back. Seven years. This ark sat in King David's memory, sat in King Saul's memory, sat in the house of his son, King Abedin. So David goes and gets the temple priest, and they put it on an oxen cart and take it home to Jerusalem. Halfway there, the oxen stumble, and the man put his hand up against the ark to steady it so it would not fall. And the anger of God was so mad that he killed this man. The anger is that's not how you carry the ark. It was supposed to be carried on poles on the Levite's priest's shoulders, not by an oxen cart. David was so angry that he was fearful of the Lord. Who can handle this power of the Lord? So he was frustrated, and he left the ark right where it fell. Our hero, Obed Adam, he is a man who lived there. King David gathered him, says, Hey, we're going to place this ark into your home. Can you imagine that? Here you are. The king is fearful of the ark. People being killed. And God comes to your home. You're fearful. You're afraid. What have you done to deserve this? Our friend Obed-Edom was just minding his own business. In his home. The ark stayed there for three months. And the Bible says that the Lord blessed him and blessed his household. This became so well known that people were telling about the blessings that this guy was getting from the presence of the Lord. And King David got his courage back and says, I want that blessing of God to come back to me So he goes and gathers the ark to bring it to his home in Jerusalem. A blessing of the Lord. First of all, our hero, Obed-Edom, was just standing there, minding his own business, watching the parade of the ark going by, God is watching you. You maybe think that you're forgotten. You may be thinking that nobody remembers you. You may be thinking that you're just here going day to day, the monotony of the day. Nobody thinks that you're important. But how do you handle the presence of the Lord? King Saul's son, Abedid, had the, had the ark for 20 years and did not mention any blessing that occurred. Here is Obed-Edom, and in all three months, it says he was blessed. He had eight sons. 
Can you imagine one scholar says his vegetation increased, his home increased, his reputation increased, and his household grew because of the presence of the Lord. And you did not do anything to deserve that. That is the greatest miracle of all, that Jesus came to earth to see you, to see your sufferings, to see your complacency, and says, I deem you worthy, and I'm going to restore you to me. You're not forgotten. The question again is, how are you going to handle the presence of the Lord? Now, Obed-Edom had to make a decision. King David took the ark because of the blessing was upon his family and brought it back to Jerusalem. Are you going to stay home or are you going to uproot your family? Are you going to uproot all your belongings? Are you going to follow the presence of the Lord? Are you going to live in the past and say that my God did this? Are you going to say 20 years ago when I was walking with the Lord, we saw miracles, we saw people converted? Or are you going to have a testimony what the Lord is doing for you today? Obed-Edom had to make a decision. Do I follow the presence of God? He uplifted his family and went to Jerusalem. There in Jerusalem, the story only blossoms. He became a gatekeeper in the temple of the Lord. When King David wrote that Psalm 8410, better is a thousand days, better to be a a gatekeeper. He is thinking about his friend Obed-Edom who was a gatekeeper in the temple of the Lord. King David gave him a gate called the Southern Gate, and that is Mount Zion's gate. The gate that looks to Mount Zion, the gate where the deliverer is coming from, he gives him the honored gate, and better to be in the presence of the Lord as a gatekeeper than dwell in the house of with a wickedness for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The question came to me then, what was so special about Obed-Edom? It said that King David placed him in the courts of music. He was a harp player eight-string harp, and he played before the temple. Where did he learn that skill? Was he sitting at home when the ark was at his house, just amazed at the ark? Or was he a worshiper? Was he falling down on his knees and praising God? Was he singing his music instrument to praises to the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the salvation of the nation of Israel, would he just take it for granted? King Saul's son, Abedid, had to place 20 years 
at his home. Sometimes we get complacent. We take God for granted. We take his blessings for granted. We take his love for us for granted. The breath that we take in is the breath of God. Sometimes I see people with COVID struggling to breathe. And this one guy said, I now understand when the Bible says the breath comes from God. I don't take it for granted anymore. In the presence of the Lord, do you take it for granted? Now is the season of thanksgiving. A time to give thanks for all the things that we take for granted. The presence of the Lord was at both places. One was complacent and the other had a passion for God. The passion was so strong that he gave everything he had. And King David even said, better to be a gatekeeper That's a lowly job, but you're in the temple, a gatekeeper. And a thousand elsewhere. Here is Obed-Edom. His name means servant. Obed means servant. Edom means blood. Is that coincidence? Is that coincidence? I'm sorry, Edom means red. Red as blood. Is that coincidence? The sacrifice of Jesus, his blood, paid for our price of salvation, a a price of freedom, a, a freedom that we can have no anxiety. We can have no depression. We can walk boldly into the throne room of God through the price of the blood of Jesus. And now, here we are. Standing with the Holy Spirit inside of us. You have the presence of God in you. Are you treasuring that presence? Or are you taking that presence for granted? Obed-Edom moved his whole family to Jerusalem and he became a gatekeeper. Not only that, he was blessed with eight sons and his eight sons also were able to manage the storehouse beside the temple. This is where all the golden treasures are. This is where all the booty from the king's wars are taken in. They are the managers of the storehouse. Obedidum goes from minding his own business beside the road and he hosts the presence of God. He honors the presence of God. He worships in the presence of God and King David accelerates him in an instant as he follows the presence of God to be a gatekeeper, the most precious gate, Mount Zion. He is now a musician. He is a harpist playing in the musical team before the, har- the ark of God. And his sons, 68 of them, are managing the storehouse. What a generational blessing. 
as you seek the presence of God. You tell people about the presence of God, what God has done with you. You create an environment. You create a opportunity for your family to have a generation and generation to worship God. Now you sit at home thinking that nobody notices you, but you have the presence of God inside of you. Are you taking it for granted? Are you worshiping him? Are you passionately going after him? Are you seeking his bosom? Are you, the cry of your heart is, I want to be known by God. Nothing else matters but to be known by God. And Jesus says, I now count you as friends, no longer as servants, but a friend. Honor the presence of God, the Holy Spirit in you. Go for it with all passion. In the times of loneliness, the times of despair, as well as the time of excitement and enjoyment, acceleration. The presence of God and to be known by Him. Thank you for joining me in a Bible study with Dr. Gross. See you on next week's podcast.